There's no secret formula for better service throughout the customer journey. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot. It makes it infinitely easier to scale customer support and increase retention. By bringing service and support together in one powerful platform, you can deliver the best experiences for your customers and your teams. Free up time for your reps to focus on complex issues with an AI-powered help desk. Proactively drive retention with customer health scores that help keep your business ahead, stopping churn in its tracks. And give your entire go-to-market team the data they need to operate as one unified, powerful front. Also, you can easily support, strengthen, and grow your customer base. Secrets out. HubSpot Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Howdy, folks. It is Monday, April 3rd. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about whatever happened to Groupon. The once high-flying Groupon is mounting a comeback under a new interim CEO. We're also going to be taking a look at diversity at the boards of private companies. Pioneering women across the world are making gains. There just aren't enough of them being invited to the table. We'll take a look at what that means. But first, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackalacking. All right, first things first, ciao for now. Italian regulators have temporarily banned ChatGPT pointing to privacy concerns. Italy gave OpenAI 20 days to clarify user data protections or face fines up to $22 million. And the truth is, if AI versus regulators stories aren't your thing, the next few years ahead uh, probably aren't going to be a lot of fun for you. Speaking of, OpenAI CEO Sam Altman has also been on a press tour and told the New York Times he thinks his company, which operates as a capped profit organization, could eventually capture $100 billion, a $1 trillion, or maybe even $100 trillion of the world's wealth through the development of artificial general intelligence, AGI. The idea is that OpenAI would then distribute the money back to the people to make up for the fact that it may move the price of human labor to zero dollars. There's nothing dystopian to see here, folks, so you can just carry along. And moving along, Twitter revenue appears to still be way down. The site's top 10 advertisers spent $71 million there from September to October, and over the past two months have spent just $7.6 million per Bloomberg. Despite a slight uptick in daily users since early 2022, Twitter's revenue has fallen by 50% since October. That's according to Musk earlier this month. Musk's company continues to push paid verification, an idea that appears now so unpopular. Even LeBron James has said he isn't interested in forking over the small monthly fee to remain verified on the app. And as Onion staff writer Alex Blackman wrote, imagine how much it would cost to hire LeBron James to write content for your website. And now imagine miraculously getting him to do it for free. Now imagine then driving him away from your website so you can fail to collect $96 from him annually. And that kind of sums up what's happening with Twitter right now. Speaking of, Tesla reported almost 423,000 deliveries in Q1. That's up 36% year over year and up 4% quarter over quarter. The company's stock is now up more than 60% year to date. Also, some pop star news. Jonas Brothers-backed Rob's Backstage Popcorn scored a $7 million investment round. Rob is disappointingly not the fabled fifth Jonas Brother. 
The band's backstage staple snack was cooked up by Rob Garbaski, who's dad to former guitarist and current manager Greg Garbaski. And moving along, apparently there are some college counseling consultancies that now cost more than the average house. Bloomberg has an interesting story out about a company called Common Education, which reportedly charges up to $750,000 to start working with students in seventh grade on getting into elite schools and up to $500,000 starting in ninth grade. A friendly reminder to parents shelling out that cash, save up a little extra for your child's eventual therapists. In other news, crashing down to earth, Virgin Orbit, which was valued at around $4 billion in 2021, is now worth some $74 million has halted operations and laid off most of its staff after failing to generate enough revenue through its satellite launching business. And Hungry Hungry Hippos. Colombia is dropping $3.5 million to move 70 of Pablo Escobar's hippos to wildlife sanctuaries in Mexico and India. The drug kingpin died in 1993, yet his herd has rapidly bred since, becoming an invasive species. And last but not least, As far as April's Fool's marketing stunts go, Duolingo's fake dating show where none of the people speak the same language seems to have been one of the best that's come out this April Fool's season. Tesla had a good prank too. We linked to both of these in today's newsletter. Be sure to take a look. And now let's get to the main stories. You know, my colleague and co-host Juliet was telling me that back in the day when she was the four square mayor of her apartment, She also used Groupon to see a dentist, and also that in 2023, you hardly hear of either of those platforms. So the question is, what's up with Groupon? Well, so let's dive into that. Founded in 2008, Groupon's appeal was a supposed win-win for both customers and businesses. Customers scored big discounts at local merchants if enough of them agreed to make the same purchase, and businesses got exposure and new customers. And it seemed to be a winning formula. In August 2010, Forbes called the Chicago-based platform the fastest-growing company ever. The following year, it IPO'd at a $17.8 billion market cap. Today, Groupon is worth just $103 million, a 99.4% plummet from its IPO. And though it does maintain around 14 million active users, it had 83 million subscribers in 2011, according to TechCrunch. So why the downfall? Well, Critics have long called Groupon's model unsustainable. Customers tend to get kind of subpar services from swamped businesses, while businesses get a mediocre deal in the long term. One analysis found only around 20% of Groupon buyers returned for full price purchases. The platform has also struggled to diversify, attempts to offer physical goods faltered. So what's next for Groupon? It's still around, right? Well, last Friday, Groupon chose one of its board members, who's also the co-founder of the Prague-based private equity firm, Pale Fire Capital, as interim CEO. Now, they've expressed confidence in their ability to turn things around here, and Pale Fire is actually Groupon's largest shareholder. Thus far, they've helped push to replace Groupon's CTO and lay off around 1,000 people, or around 30% of the company's staff since August. And what exactly they hope to do next With this now leaner company is unclear, but investors seem to be pleased the company's stock was up 25% Friday to $4.20. It's still well below its all-time high of almost $524, but a move in the right direction, I would say. All right, so as Ben wrote in the newsletter this morning, 
RIP that slow progress is still progress inspirational poster right off the wall. And why is that, Ben? Well, that's because its ever-optimistic worldview is not very well supported, at least not by the latest report tracking gender diversity on corporate boards produced by Crunchbase and him for her. Overall, the report says women hold more jobs than men, representing just over 50% of the U.S. workforce. Yet this annual study of 667 private U.S. companies representing nearly $200 billion in funding and more than 265,000 employees showed men are still holding 91% of executive board seats in 2022. And normally, tech is known as an industry that leads the way. In this sense, it's very much not leading the way. The only good news for the tech sector here is that everyone else is still awful too. Life sciences outpace tech as an industry, but while 75% of life science boards have at least one woman compared to tech's 61%, their overall numbers remain atrocious. Just 19% of directors are women, only 5% women of color. Of all surveyed companies, 32% of boards have no woman whatsoever. A whole 76% of them don't have a single woman of color. And a reason for this imbalance, according to the study's authors, is an over-reliance on executives' personal networks to source board candidates, which is understandable. Their proposed solution, though, is increasing independent board seats because women fill a comparatively higher share of those roles. Now, obviously, accountability is harder to come by with private companies and Help is unlikely to come via legislation. Courtroom fights, for instance, have plagued California's board diversity mandate, which was struck down last year. One kind of silver lining in this, maybe it's a low bar positive, is that the survey saw a first. According to this data, we've crossed the Dave barrier. Yes, that is a thing. There are now more women of color on these boards than men named Dave or David, which I guess is interesting. And yes, while the aforementioned 32% of companies without women in their boardrooms is pretty rough, that number does mark a large year-over-year improvement from 39% in 2021. Now, the most baffling part about all this is that data tends to show it's just plain good business to have a more diverse board. According to the study, companies with at least one female board member raise 16% more money than their all-male counterparts. And that is some food for thought on this fine Monday. All right, and bada bing, bada boom, that's going to do it for us today, folks. Thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig. Our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed, you can go sign up at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have a terrific Monday. Great start to the week. Catch you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player, Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.